Shabbos Perk Chav Gimel Mishnah Dalid 23.4. We ended the previous Mishnah talking about waiting out on at the very end of Shabbos on the Tchum for a mitzvah. And here we follow up on that by saying, Machashchin al HaTchum. We are allowed to wait on the edge of the Tchum as Shabbos is going out. Lefakeach al Iskei Chala. To do a mitzvah, like for example, um, to be ready to take care of the needs of a Kala who's getting married. Amoti Shabbos. So that's an example of doing something on Shabbos, which isn't um, preparation for your own needs, but Mimza Chavzacha, it's for, it's for uh, not your own chef, it's not your own desires, rather for a Dvar Mitzvah. And similarly, Val Iskeha if there's a mace that needs to be buried and so on, whatever arrangements need to be made, and that has to happen beyond the Tchum, one could on late Saturday afternoon, Shabbos afternoon, be on the the Tchum, so that when it becomes Motzi Shabbos, he could be ready to go um, that much sooner. And similarly, Lahavi Lo Aron Similarly, if a the Aron, the the coffin, the the burial shrouds need to be arranged. So again, the same thing. He could wait on the edge of the Tchum for that. Now, speaking of preparations for the burial of a Jew on Motzi Shabbos. So the Mishnah says it's a new point, but related to that, Nachri shehevi chalilin b'Shabbos. If on Shabbos, in preparation for a Moti Shabbos burial, a non-Jew brought a chalil or a chalilin, a chalilin are let's call them flutes, a wind instrument, and the idea here being that as part of the funeral procession, they would um, play sort of like dirge music that would evoke the proper emotions, and if they didn't have a Jew who could play it, then they would get a non-Jew to do that playing. Um, so here we've got the, the non-Jew bringing his flutes for the Moti Shabbos burial. So, lo yispod behen Yisrael, it would be forbidden a Moti Shabbos to use that those flutes, ele'im ken bomumakam karov, unless they came from a close place, meaning unless the flutes were brought from within the Tchum. The issue here is if the flutes were brought from beyond the Tchum, that would be essentially something that would be forbidden to do on Shabbos for a Jew to bring a flute from beyond the Tchum. And that being the case, the general rules of Amir La'akam, of asking a non-Jew to do something for you on Shabbos, kick in here. And normally, one may not, under normal circumstances, um, ask a Gentile to do a malacha for a Jew on Shabbos. And this is even an extension of that, even if it wasn't um, explicitly asked for, um, if the Gentile is doing the act specifically for the benefit of a Jew as opposed to his own benefit. So it is still forbidden to get benefit from that, lest the Jew next time around ask the non-Jew to do it for him explicitly, um, until one waits what's called the amount of time it would take um, to get this job done after Shabbos. So here too, the same idea being that if the Gentile, so to speak, saved half an hour of waiting by bringing the flutes on Shabbos as opposed to just having him bring it after Shabbos, so um, then after Shabbos, they still have to wait half an hour before using those flutes. That's called B'chadesh Yasa. The idea being that then there's no economic incentive in getting the Gentile to do it for you on Shabbos because anyways, you've gained nothing. You might as well wait till after Shabbos to deal with it then. And at that point, it would become permitted. Asulo Aron, if the Gentile made a coffin. And although it says lo, him, understand this means the Gentile did it for his own benefit, or for the benefit of some other gentle, or just some inexplicit, you know, he wants to sell this Aaron. It's not being done for a Jew. The low here, for him, is not referring to a deceased Jew. 
that's clear in the Mepharshim. It's also clear in the next lines of the Mishnah. So that being the case, um, it's going to be permitted for a Jew to get benefit from that coffin, even though the coffin was manufactured on Shabbos. Because here you've got a Gentile doing work for his own benefit on Shabbos, and there's no restrictions whatsoever um, on getting benefit from such a thing. And similarly, when v'chafr lo kever, if the the Gentile dug a, uh, a a grave, again, he's digging a grave not for a specific Jew, but so there should be a grave ready for the next person who needs to be buried. Again, so therefore, the Gentile's doing the work, he's expecting to get paid, he's acting out of his own benefit, he's not acting out of the benefit of a specific Jew or for any, any Jewish benefit, per se. So in those cases, Yikavr Bo Yisrael, a Jew could be buried in such a coffin or in such a grave. Vim Bishvil Yisrael, however, if the coffin had been made specifically for a Jew, or the grave had been dug specifically for a Jew, and Jewish benefit, so then Yikavr Bo Olamis, a Jew may never be buried in such a coffin or in such a grave, even though Normally the rule is, as you said in the previous lines of the Mishnah, that Bechdei says all you have to wait, uh, meaning the amount of time it takes to dig the grave or, or manufacture the coffin. Here, um, because there'd be some sort of stigma attached with this poor deceased Jew that he was buried in a grave or a coffin that was made on Shabbos for a Jew and that would never go away, so for the, and that'd be sort of like a, a disgrace to him. Therefore, we would never subject the mace for that because of his covet. Instead, we would not ever allow him to be buried in such a sort of stigmatized coffin or grave.